Welcome to the Undercards of Rock Special Edition, the interviews as always. I'm your host, Tony B, and in this episode, we're going to call it Cole Hollow. Now, the initial idea for doing these interviews was to have the band sit down, get them all mic'd up, and, and talk music past, the present, and their plans going to the future. Well, with Cole Hollow, we used a little digital recorder. We stood out in a parking lot below freezing in East Peoria at a bar, and I'll tell you what, it was it was a great time. The, the boys did a great job earlier that evening performing. When you listen to this interview, you will hear possibly cars go by, people having conversations, and then finally at the end of the interview, you will hear these lovely ladies who decided to stand about five feet from us and have a very loud conversation. So I do hope you enjoy this interview with Cole Hollow with all the noise and distractions in the background, but I do think it came out pretty good. So enjoy the interview with Cole Hollow on the Undercards of Rock. Hey, this is Tony B with the Undercards of Rock. We are interviewing Cole Hollow, the origins of the Undercards Rock that we can talk about later. But we have Austin, Alex, Zach. We have a new drummer. Yes, his name is Zach. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm Zach. I'm a drummer. So I've been with Cole Hollow for about four months now. I've done about I don't know. I could literally count uh, almost Zach on one hand the amount of games started. He Zach was in a unique position because he started as our um, fill-in drummer for when dates when our other drummer couldn't make it, and then schedules and conflicts and things like that the adult life just kind of caught up yeah and then we're talking about um if you're not a big fan of cole hollow like i am come up my boy danny danny b and, and danny danny b uh he's got a family man it's uh, yes. it's, it's, it's the tales of a rock star he's an amazing drummer he's one of my best friends and he's also um he's doing some work with some other bands so i'm glad that he's still doing his thing and uh i, I just wish nothing but good things for dan yeah we all really just want the best for dan i mean it was just a move for what we figured would be best for everybody you know we're just trying to move forward and, and hope that uh, dan does the same as well. Well, I know, like, moving forward, I gotta say, you guys just got done playing. Glad we had the chance to play with Cold Kingdom and, uh, you know, another lost year tonight. Cole Hollow here, and we did um, did some new songs tonight. Yes. Because if you don't know who Cole Hollow is, we're gonna go ahead and play for you right now. Here's the song, Legacy. To the night, don't fly, don't try to hide the darkness in your eyes. Nowhere to hide, nowhere to rest my mind. Remember me like I'm a fireball blazing in the night sky. Whoa, remember me like I'm a stone in the desert, blocking out the
once again, that was a song Legacy from Cole Hollow. And goddamn, we're standing here with Cole Hollow. We got Austin, we got Alex, and we have Zach here. How's it going? Now, the last time I seen you guys all together performing, and I have to say it was a kick-ass show. Thank you. And that was the birthday bash up in Ottawa yes. at the bowling alley. Yes. And we had some good acts that night. It's been about a year. You guys performed live in studio. Yes. The Ottawa show, the birthday bash, was awesome. It was our second bowling alley show, except <laughs> it was the first bowling alley show where we were playing on the lanes. So that was pretty oh, sick. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, that was fantastic. The birthday bash was a great time. Shout out to the Zealots and my boys in Burden of the Sky. I love you all. I need the question again, Tony. <laughs> you guys did a studio show uh, down in Peoria. Was it like State and Waters? State and Waters. The pictures from it look phenomenal. It a, it, so it's going to be airing on May 9th. May 9th and July 11th. It was awesome. So it was a live uh, TV performance and it was on PBS, which is hilarious because our music is our music and PBS is PBS. So we got to perform. I got to uh, touch the Sesame Street sign. It was awesome. <laughs> it, was awesome. <laughs> um, it, it was really cool because we didn't know how many people were going to be there. And then all of a sudden we look up and like every single table is full. Like the whole place was packed. And I was like, holy crap, guys. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it was a good now, show. it's probably before your time because I'm a tad little bit older. But when you're talking about y'all being on PBS, let me tell you, the Austin City Limits used oh, to be on yeah. WTTW. Oh, and the sickest one was they did a Stevie Ray Vaughan one. Love that was just man. phenomenal. Oh, so yeah. maybe this is our generation coming up of our Stevie Ray. A couple years from now, people are going to be watching that Cole Hollow one from Peoria going, that's that band. Yeah. That's that band, man. That's that played. Right. Uh, we hope. Believe it. Uh, we, we do hope, man. Um, we do have April 20th. We have a new music video and a new single coming up. It's called Hide the Bones. We're really excited. We just got the masters back from the blasting room in Fort Collins, Colorado today. Recorded by David Rossi at Bombsite Studios yet again. Uh, David did a phenomenal job this time. Fantastic. This time, better mics, better everything. And then it went to the blasting room. From there, Jason Livermore worked on it. He's worked on Bad Vibrations by A Day to Remember. He's worked with Hot Water Music, Rise No Against. Effects, Rise Against, Flowbots. Mm-hmm. I can ride my bike with no handlebars. A bunch of now, Alex, I got to say, man, I've watched a lot of bands. And sometimes I look up there and I say, you know, I could do that. These basses, <laughs> these bass guitarists, man, they, you know, they go maybe know like one or two chords. Dude, you were getting after it tonight. Uh, thanks, man. Yeah, well, you know, I definitely try to. I definitely try to stay animated. And I mean, when you have a, a three-piece band, it's important that every every person is is you know crucially locked in with each other and carrying an equal amount of weight. And I feel like with uh, you know some of the bigger membered bands, pieces can get by with uh, maybe doing a little less or you know just playing the chords here and there. But you know, as a three-piece, you know, power trio that we we try to maintain, I, I definitely gotta gotta move around a little bit more, both on the both on the fretboard and on the stage. You know, got to try to dance the fingers around you know, and the legs. You know, uh, one of my favorite things about Alex and is it, it's really funny, actually. Every show that we've done so far, I think at least one time this has happened. At a certain point in the set, different points in different songs, Alex and I will hit a note or a cue or something at the same time that's not rehearsed or planned at all. It's like oh, we yeah. just lie. He, he locks in with me so well, and it, it just it, it flows effortlessly. Alex is a great bass player, and, and I'm, I'm really lucky to be playing with him. I mean, like I said, a couple of those newer songs, I was just telling Alex that it really stood out, the, the bass on there. Yeah. And like I said, I always sometimes look and go, man, if I ever want to pick this up, I think I could take a couple months to start playing bass. <laughs> uh, I, I guess I can't do Cole Ho- Hollow covers. We'll Some just put it that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Some of the newer stuff, too. We So we, we've still been trying to diversify, yet also stay be cohesive and stay true to the roots. But we got some new songs.
songs where Alex's bass is like really, really freaking awesome. Like I said, um, on the new single coming up uh, on April 20th, um, you know, Alex's bass sounds great. We got a new song called Do You Feel Me? It's like a really funky, heavy, hard rock funk song. Yeah. And it's it's super badass, man. Now, the one I liked that you you performed tonight, I don't know what the, what the title was. Is it Magic Man? Sorceress. Was that the name Sorceress. of the song? Was Sorceress? Sorceress. Yeah. yeah. That was good. That yeah. was like a real... When, when the new Kohala comes out, believe me, we're going to be promoting the shit out of it. But I got to admit, that that whole not knowing the songs and to sit there and enjoy it yeah. is far better than anything you hear on corporate radio. Because now, if they heard somebody heard that song five times in a workday, forget about it, man. They're paying $75 to see you at Tinley Park. I, you know what I mean? It's that simple. That's the goal. It's really cool because, um, you know, I, I get... I have friends that will text or Snapchat me and they'll be like, dude, I've been playing this song and it's stuck in my head. That's really cool. And that's really strange at the same time, but it's really cool. And um, I'm just hoping that my whole goal for this is to just be able to live and be happy for the boys to be able to live and be happy and do what we want to do and stay true to ourselves at the same time. And And I don't know if Zach knew or not. Um, We did the birthday bash last year in February. Yeah. Now, when we had the bash, I pulled Austin aside and said, hey, I got this opportunity. I know this radio station down in Florida. It's syndicated. And they do this thing called the unsigned band review. Oh, cool. And I realized you guys aren't signed. Just something. Did you? Yeah, they're doing it again. And they do it every other weekend because I given bands like almost every other week now <laughs> but I would, Cole Hollow was the first band oh, wow. and it was so funny because I wrote it all up nice and I didn't talk to them guys ahead of time meaning the station and I submitted it well they got a hold of me and they're like you know these guys I'm like yeah alright it'll be on like next Tuesday wow. and I tell you what man I got up because it's a morning show on the east coast sure. so right. I got up at like 4 in the morning I'm drinking coffee like crazy <laughs> and all of a sudden they're uh, they're looking at videos and I'm like no I sent you yeah. all Yeah, they kept sending all these, they're playing songs that I didn't send them, and I'm like, what's going on? And I'm just like a nervous wreck, because I'm like, I don't want to screw up any bands, you know what I mean? The one that they played was like our, uh, when we first got together, I made this little garage video, and they were playing, and I was like, oh man. (laughs) Well, at first they didn't believe you were the lead singer. I mean, first they're listening to it, and they're like, no, that that ain't the same guy with the millennial beard and everything, and then that's when I pulled up that live video of you. I loved the little I thought it was great. Yeah, roasted me. I would. Yeah. I would take it. I, I would take the roast real. in person. Well, bottom line was they loved them. Oh, awesome! And like I said, that was that was huge. I loved that. That I'm not the only one that thinks that way. Wow, yeah. And you know, when uh, when they did the birthday bash, even and like I was telling you before, yeah. there were a couple guys there that were like singing along with Mimosa because I played it almost every day on the radio, right. just like regular rotation. Yeah, and people knew the songs. Shout out, Kevin. Kevin uh, Killalea. Oh, Kevin Killalea, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always shout giving you guys that photo love, man. Uh, he, he drops a comment or a like on almost everything, so shout out Kevin. Mm-hmm. Um. You, know what's really, you know what's really crazy about you saying, like, just everyone everyone loves Koala. Like, um, even when I was not in the band, and I, I just knew Austin from Facebook, and that's it. Um, Music production. And, and we never, well, even before we talked, yeah. like, I would see live, I would see videos of your live shows, and I, I'd hear songs, and I'm like, man, like, this stuff is awesome. Like, it's so cool. Like, and that was, that was, like, one of the moments where. Now, this is I what I'm like, baffled about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me before we did the interview. Yes. That the first time you seen Austin was in high school. High school, yeah. It was, like, a, what, talent show? It was, a, it was show choir. It was, like, yeah. a passing, like, so hello. My first band, I think we 
we were called Dysfunction Junction. Yeah. <laughs> which I took from the Motley Crew book, The Dirt. Yeah, so. I was so I was there with my other friend at the time um, to see him in show choir, and uh, they played Monkey Wrench uh, during one of the yeah during during one of the the breaks or whatever, and I was like, this dude rocks. Like he's jumping around the stage, he's hyper, he's amped up. Like this is a, this is a this is a person that I want to be connected with because I'm I'm the same way. If you've ever seen if you've ever seen Koala Live, you know that I, I get I get wild. Uh, it's just who I am, and I was like, I want to be connected with that guy, and so I, I met him after the show briefly and got his Facebook, and and then never talked to him for like three years. With some of his friends, okay, and then by default we got connected, and yeah. you know, as musicians, like when you're young, you're just like, ah, oh, yeah, you do music, sweet, yeah, you know, and then uh, as the time passed, Zach reached out to me about his his band, uh-huh. the Unsteady Collective, yep. and I was like, yeah, I'll totally help out and do guitar and vocal and stuff, and uh, then you know the time came where I was like, hey Zach, do you want to fill in for some shows? And then you know, and I was like, yes, immediately. Yeah, <laughs> now. now uh, we're here, and it's it's been a it's really, surreal. It's a fun ride. It's it's been weird. Yeah. Because um, a lot of things have changed in the last two to three years, in I think everybody's lives, and it has definitely affected the music in the mostly positive way. I think we've also been recently more unified as a band from not only a friendship level to a business level a music level every aspect of the band feels really tight right now because we can all mostly get agree except you know for the most part you know sometimes we we bicker but Everyone being knows. in a band is very much yeah. like being in a relationship at the end of the day we're really honest with each other about what we like and what we don't like what works and what doesn't work and and just our, our thoughts and and uh, I think that's really important in a band like when people just start people pleasing and like doing the yes man thing and the band falls apart and I think so far with, with these past couple months we've been really strong and really tight because we're so unified in that way you know we we, we want to be honest with each other because we care about the music so much you know? now when you did say you mentioned before with Zach and help filling in and all that speaking of filling in now you got a date coming up soon that you are helping out another band that we know real well Bird in the Sky my good good friends Bird in the Sky those guys they treat me like family they treat me like their little brother so they're fantastic I'm going to be helping fulfill some guitar duties here and there on some shows some, some shows this year the one that's coming up is April 4th in Davenport, Iowa. I believe it's at the Redstone Room. It's going to be a three years hollow, Burn of the Sky. I've been focusing on the music, not the banner, so I don't remember the other. <laughs> That's fine. Well, we know that you're, you're filling in because Brad's on his on the tail end of just like whooping cancer's ass. Yes, Brad. And this isn't like a blow and smoke promo thing like you're going to find out later he's more sick. No, he's doing really good. It's awesome. Brad is one badass motherfucker. His guitar parts are fantastic, man. Shout out, Brad, if you're listening. I love you, man. Shout out to Burn of the Sky. Those guys are fantastic. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to, you know, just furthering my connections with the people in the music industry and, you know, just establishing that bond further than we already have. Because Burn of the Sky is one of the bands that's really taken us under their wing in our time as a band. And it's really cool because you know when somebody really cares and when somebody's gassing you up. And that's why, you know, we love coming and doing this thing with you, Tony. And we love that you play us and support us, man. Well, it's, it's easy to do when you guys are that good. I know you and I have talked in the past and like this past uh, year, we'll just say. Yeah. I know it got kind of stagnant, and that's one of the big yeah, things for a lot of bands that when they get comfortable, and not that you were comfortable. I need to do a lot of creative output in order to uh, balance everything out, so it's really cool because Cole Hollow will never not be a thing, and Cole Hollow is always my baby. Like, that's always, but um, it's, a, it's a unique opportunity, you know right. what I mean? So it's, well, I know, like, some bands, they, they get, like, a one or two venue routine, oh, yeah. 
and the problem is is you, you start seeing your fan base kind of taper yep. I honestly think you guys are getting out there with Burden with other bands all people do got to do is hear you yes and like I said if I'm blowing smoke then I'm blowing smoke but I honestly believe it I believe it too. Thanks, Tony. But I'm, I'm a little biased, so. You know. <laughs> yeah. So we got a new album. Let's wrap this up. We got it coming out in April. Yes. And as uh, Alex said earlier, one of 420 movement. Oh yes. So, <laughs> yeah. So the 420. The day of my people. The day yes. of my people. That's yes. what it was. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, bless that. Now I got. I got to ask one thing in case people aren't new. Are new, and of course we're gonna post this with the pictures, the logos, and everything. Yes. What is with the Bigfoot genie? So the Bigfoot genie. My girlfriend Katie does all of our artwork for our merchandise our stage stuff um, she's fantastic she's created our logos so um, we, we wanted to so the whole story of the Bigfoot with Cole Hollow is that there's this road in a town that I'm from um, called Cole Hollow Road and uh, it has a very uh, thick and heavy um, lore about a Sasquatch sighting um, uh, in, back in the 70s and there's a ton of one side there's been more than a few there's, so yeah. I'm like yo why don't we incorporate the Sasquatch in our logo as for the genie I used to have a reasoning for for it and now that reasoning is no longer but it, it went along the lines of what I was going to name the EP but now I think we're probably going to end up talking because you know we have four songs uh, the one we're so we're, to clarify we're releasing one on 420, on 420. Uh, as for the rest of them they're still being mixed and mastered um, we recorded them last year but there was uh, there's a lot of complications in between then and there we had to retract some drums we had to get Zach in there and um, Zach is a perfectionist so we wanted to make sure that they were just spot on it's true and yeah <laughs> you, are, you are a perfectionist 100% Absolutely. Yeah. We're also considering um, recording Sorceress and adding that to the EP as well, making oh, cool. it a five five song. We haven't completely decided it's, on if we're doing that or not. But, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. So you know, they're still kind of up in the air on the release dates, but it shouldn't be uh, it shouldn't be too much longer after it gets warm. Yeah, it should well, be should we, be able to listen to it with the windows down. Yeah, we are going to be working very very hard and tirelessly to get the single out by 420. We've got uh, Devin in here. I think he's filming the whole interview. So Devin's fantastic. He's our photographer he's i always say he's the fourth member of cole hollow devin roars follow him on instagram he's incredible facebook uh he is world traveler um photographer videographer and uh, just a really good friend so shout out to devin yeah. um good job yes and i want to do say uh for cole, cole hollow facebook twitter instagram yeah. it's not hard just put in cole hollow, cole hollow band on yeah instagram find them twitter. like them say you heard them on the undercards you wouldn't see them at a venue no. yeah. respond back buy merch and more important Importantly, go to the shows. Yes. yes. Yeah, yes. And come up and talk to us too and meet us. Like we, we love hanging out with people after the shows. Like we love getting feedback, you know, both positive I just, and negative. I just had a fan tonight um, give me a glow in the dark painting of our logo that she did. Which nice. was really, really it was cool. really good too. Uh, now Zach, you weren't part of the first interview. Yeah. Now the last interview people laughed because when they heard it, I played on regular radio. Huh. Uh, Danny, I think at the time had a vape. Uh-huh. But he kept tapping it on the on the ashtray. Okay. And everybody that heard the video thought we were all sitting around blowing hitters in an interview. <laughs> I mean, that's not far-fetched. Far we try to keep it a little more Now, now we're doing an interview. you got a bunch of cackling bitches in the background. People are probably thinking we're, we're partying out here with a bunch of broads, and it's actually four guys out in a, or five guys out in a parking lot. It's like, what, uh, you know, 30 degrees out here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, guys, thank you very much. Um, hopefully this will come out good. Once again, thank you to Austin, Zach, and Alex from 
from Cole Hollow for taking the time to do the interview with me out in a parking lot in East Peoria and taking the time for the Undercards of Rock. We always appreciate it. Be sure to check the band out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just search Cole Hollow Band. Be sure to follow them. That way there you can keep up on knowing where and when their live performances are. They are a must-see band. And don't forget, later this summer, you will be able to catch them on TV on the Peoria PBS channel on the show Date and Waters. That'll be really cool to see. All right, I'm Tony B. I want to thank you for downloading this episode. But before we go, we're going to finish it with one of my favorite songs from Cole Hollow. Here's the song, Lonely is the Road. Man, I really dig this tune off their first album, their self-titled album, Cole Hollow. Thank you to everybody who downloaded the show. Hopefully there will be more interview episodes coming in the future. Thank you.